It's time for the Stock Car Show on the Performance Motorsports Network. Powered by the staff at Race Chaser Online. Your motorsports, your way, every day. And now, here's your host, Tom Baker. Well, I'm the host for at least the first two or three minutes until we turn the rest of the mics on. Then I'm not too sure what's about to happen after that. Welcome to the Stock Car Show on the Performance Motorsports Network and on Spreaker. If you are listening to this show live, well, even if you're not, if you're listening to it on demand at 3 in the morning, well, don't plan on sleeping for a while. We're going to keep you awake. We have got the Fab Four in studio with us inside the Race Chaser Studios in Mooresville, North Carolina. It is the Fab Four. To my left is Talladega ARCA race winner, by a nose, Zane Smith. Not even a nose. Not even a nose. Yeah, not even. To his left is none other than the showstopper himself. Sheldon Creed is in the house tonight on the Stock Car Show for the first time ever, and we are really happy about that. To his right, or left. across from me to his left, is Tyler Dipple, who was here last week. And actually, the truth is that he left the studio just long enough to go win the K&N race at Langley. And then he's been back here all week just camping out. And to his left is none other than Christian Eckes, who once upon a time won an ARCA race. And here's the deal. The sum total of this is we've got two ARCA wins in Zane Smith. We've got an ARCA win in Eckes. We've got a... K&N win with Dipple, but the, see the showstopper, he's got an X Games gold medal. Yeah, I think so Sheldon has them all. Beat. I think Sheldon's got them all covered, but we're, we're really excited. This show is going to be a lot of fun, and this was not uh, this was a rather last-minute arrangement to get uh, a couple of these guys in here, so we hope, you're, and we hope you'll enjoy it. And, oh, by the way, if that weren't enough, we're going to be the only motorsports show Anywhere in the country, I believe, this week to talk about zucchini. We're going to be the only show to talk about zucchini. And not just any zucchini, mind you, racing zucchinis. The Zucchini 600 coming up this weekend in Kannapolis. Yes, you heard it right. The Zucchini 600. And we've got the marketing director from 600 Festivals. Yours truly is going to be uh, <clears throat> calling the action for the flying zucchinis. It's a soapbox derby, except we don't build the cars with wood. We build them with zucchini. So Jacqueline Gaffrere is going to be on the show a little bit later on to talk about uh, all of that. We've got a lot going on. We've got, uh, of course, Jacob Seelman is on the other side of the glass, co-hosting and producing. Yeah, hi. And Cisco Scaramuza joining us via the Race Chaser Skype line as well from LSR TV. And I guess we could say the award-winning Cisco Scaramuza, who is, uh, who is still smiling from the award that he won in the communications department at Butler this past uh, earlier this week. So uh, with all that, we'll actually try to start to have a show and I'm going to turn right over to Zane Smith first, because, you know, it's not often that we get to talk about a driver who wins two out of three races, but it's even less often that we get to talk about a driver who wins by point zero 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 and beats a driver with a broken left foot. So Zane, Talladega, what what are you thinking, man? You must still be flying high from that one. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was definitely really awesome. Uh, it's always obviously cool to win them, but 
it's really special when you win them by that uh that much so um i was definitely super pumped you couldn't even imagine um just need to go get another one now <laughs> being greedy well i know the guy next to you sheldon cree would like to get one anyway <coughs> and you actually were about to win yeah yeah that's been uh and then talladega ensued yeah that's uh that's two this year that we've been close just uh couldn't seal the deal What's it been like for you to make that transition to circle track big-time racing from the uh, stadium super trucks and all of the kind of off-road-ish kind of stuff that you're used to doing? Uh, it's been pretty big. Um, I don't think it's really hard to drive a stock car. It's more hard with everything that comes with it with car setup and, and everything that you have to learn along the way to, to win and just to be fast and smooth. So it's been a learning curve, but uh, I don't know. We're coming along. Well, you definitely uh, have done a, I think, a fantastic job this year. I mean, you've done everything but win. Yeah. You know, it's like, and and that's one of those situations where, I mean, I'm sure, Zane, you can attest to uh, how how fleeting that victory could be, and then you finally get it because you were close how many times last year and didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, definitely bugging me last year, especially at the very end. Uh, I think we had two seconds and a third, and uh, both the seconds were really close. And, yeah, once you get the first one, they come a lot easier after that. Well, unlike both of you, you won in your, well, your, what, second, well, first K&N start for DGR Crossley, but um, second start of the season, right? Uh, So talk about that a little bit uh, because I know Alfredo got a bunch of laps, and you guys kind of, did you you and other Tyler drop back just kind of conserving for a while and then, charge back through is that kind of what that was because it looked like earlier in the race you're kind of just sitting back there cruising yeah we just wanted to lead a lap get a bonus point and uh we dropped right to the back because the game plan was to conserve tires there and in k&n you don't really you don't get another set of tires like arca so you got to take care of them the whole race and those guys were just out front going hard the whole time and that was just part of our game plan the whole day there okay and christian you uh talk about your day at uh talladega it was really nice. So, you know, I was up he, on the pit box. Uh, just relaxing. Oh, you didn't race Talladega. I was, okay. uh, was, was going to say, wait a minute here. He's not <laughs> okay. old enough yet. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's again. right. Michael nice was driving, day. right? Take Michael was driving raid. for you. Yeah. yeah. Michael did a great job, though. I mean, we just sat on the box. He missed the pit stop a couple times, and, uh, and we just kind of relaxed. It was a fun day. I was going to say, Christian, you had the easiest job of anybody there. You won Salem, and you didn't even have to worry about getting back in the seat and wrecking a race car. You you just got to chill, and Michael well, almost got another one. I actually had a very difficult job of pushing the cooler from and back um, to pit lane. Oh, is that so is that, that was, what they made you do? It was a rough day. <laughs> so, I mean, I honestly, I probably worked harder than Michael or anybody at the racetrack, so. Oh, bull. <laughs> yeah, as a whole, it was uh, wow. Okay, it was uh, it was a hard hard working day. We're not even um, not not even halfway through the first segment. It's getting deep in here already. Uh, Christian and his work ethic. We're we're thankful yeah. that you worked so hard there, Christian. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it. Yeah, I forgot that you, you you. Well, you'll get your chance at Talladega soon enough. But yeah, um, I'm sure. In 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 all seriousness, I'm sure it probably taught you a lot being able to be on the box and really focus on what Michael was doing out there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, not getting the super speedway experience at you know however 17 years old. Uh, you know, it helps a lot to be at the racetrack and watch Michael and. 
Really? You got to step on my foot like that? I didn't step on your foot. <laughs> oh, my God. And, but, you know, as a whole, it, you know, you can learn a lot from Michael and, you know, how much experience he has. And, you know, as a whole, it was, uh, it was a good day for the 15 team. You know, we're leading the points now. And, uh, you know, as a whole, it was cool to be there. Well, as sure. a whole. Yeah. As a I whole. I like using that word, okay? <laughs> as a really? whole. Drinking phrase for the day, as a whole. I know. I got, I got to stop that. Okay. So let's, let's talk a little bit about some news that uh, just broke. Because normally we start the show with the newswire, but I knew with uh, the, the Fab Four that we have sitting in the studio that we weren't going to do that tonight. But I do want to talk about the latest breaking news involving GMS Racing. No, not that story. The follow-up <laughs> story. Johnny Sauter, Cisco, announced as the driver for Dover, anyway, of the number 23 Xfinity car. What uh, are your thoughts about that? Is he going to be doing double duty that weekend? Well, that is correct. Yeah, he'll yes. be driving the truck so on he, Friday and he's going to have Saturday. He's going to have his fill of Dover, but, I mean, nonetheless, I think this is a great opportunity for him, and it's kind of... You know, if Matt Genseth gets the return tour, then Johnny Sauter gets the return tour in the Xfinity <laughs> series, the way I see it. Because, yeah, well. you know, it's been a while, but hey, I'm all for seeing Sauter back and, you know, having another shot at it. So, and especially with the success that he's had in the truck since, I'm absolutely okay with this. And Cisco kind of alluded to where I was going with that, the fact that uh, this is not something new. Johnny has a decent amount of time yes. in an Xfinity car. Back then it was Bush, and I think he was around a little bit when they switched over to Nationwide, but uh, it's, it has been a little bit since Johnny has been in one of NASCAR's second-tier race cars. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in that car. Obviously, Spencer has proven that the equipment is very capable, being in the top 15 in all but one race this year. So, uh, you know, Johnny hasn't had a chance to step up from the trucks for a while, and uh, you, you just got to make the best of a bad situation, Tom. It's not a not a great deal for GMS Racing on the whole, but it could be a great deal for Johnny Sauter. Yes, it could be a great deal for Johnny, and we don't know beyond Dover who's going to be in the car, whether Johnny will stay in it or maybe someone else will run some races in it. But uh, at least for Dover, the team announcing just a little while ago that Johnny Sauter will be behind the wheel for this weekend. And, of course, if you've been living under a rock all week or just uh, off the grid uh, and you missed the reason why that has to happen, Spencer Gallagher, after winning Talladega, uh, was indefinitely suspended by NASCAR for violating the uh, substance abuse policy. Uh, we should note here that, first of all, it is likely that the actual test took place before the weekend. So this was not something that happened as a result of the weekend. He wasn't under the influence of anything while he was on the track at Talladega, as far as we know. Um, this was something previous. The results came in just after Talladega, and he is going to participate in the Road to Recovery program um, not commenting here on this at all because we don't know enough to do so, uh, except to say that uh, we hope that Spencer gets through that program quickly and gets back on the track and learns from the experience because, and it is actually a good lesson for a lot of our younger drivers here, Jacob, that are sitting in this studio about how important it is to be careful. Yeah, and I'll add to this the only other bullet point that we have at this time, and that's that he will not get a waiver for 
to the playoffs to be championship eligible. Obviously, uh, this situation, one of those where you wouldn't expect one in NASCAR confirming that uh, Tuesday afternoon after the announcement had come out. Yes. Uh, so disappointing. But uh, again, we move on, we move forward, and we look forward to seeing Johnny and the 23 car on track when the Xfinity cars hit on Friday. Is the car still eligible for the playoffs? As far as I know. Playoffs. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, with that, we will step aside when we come back. Much more with uh, the Fab Four here in studio. <laughs> we're going to have some fun tonight. And, uh, hey, we're going to talk about zucchini later on. What more do you need than that for, a, for an evening of entertainment? You're listening to the Stock Car Show presented by our good friends at HMS Motorsport. Visit them on the web at hmsmotorsport.com. They are the leaders in motorsport safety, and we will be right back on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. 
Hi, I'm Noah Gregson, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. That was so not planned, but with this group, it's absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah, it really is, actually. Welcome back to the Stock Car Show, presented by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety. You can visit them on the web at hmsmotorsport.com. And, oh, by the way, we will be visiting them in person two Thursdays from now. That is the Thursday of All-Star Race Weekend. We will be live on site at HMS Motorsport in Mooresville, just about five minutes from our studio. So mark that down in your calendar and come and say hi and check out uh, all the stuff that HMS has to offer on the 17th. That is two weeks from today. Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman, Cisco Scaramuza. And, uh, well, okay, so we now have, it's not the Fab Four anymore. That's old news. It's now the Brat Pack um, because Zane said so. Uh, we have Zane Smith, Sheldon Creed, Tyler Dipple, and if that wasn't enough, Christian Eckes is also here. And uh, Christian Eckes is a driver that we think is going to be popping in often because he seems to like to do this media stuff. Yeah, it's not bad. It's always fun when you got the brohemes with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Christian swore to me he was going to get that reference in somewhere during this show. Yeah, half our audience is going, huh? What does that mean? Never mind. You I'm don't want to know. I just got the song in my head now. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm going to get back to Zane and Sheldon for a minute. I want to talk a little more Talladega. What is it like to drive at Talladega? I'm going to start with Zane. What is it like to drive at Talladega? Because, yeah, it's a super speedway race, but it seems different from Daytona somehow when you're watching it, other than, obviously, different location. But Yeah, Talladega is definitely, uh, you got a lot more room uh, to move around on. Um, Daytona is a lot tighter than people would think. But um, the super speedway racing is kind of where you spend 95% of thinking of what you're going to do in the final five laps. So at least that's what I, I kind of think of, um, and especially the ARCA races, usually when you see the white flag, it's it's not over yet. I mean, you could ask Sheldon about that. <laughs> I was going to say, when yeah. Sheldon oh, sees the white flag, rude. he panics now. It's that's like, oh, it's no. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is where I lose um, because the checker never follows the white in ARCA race on a super speedway. It's always a yellow, it seems like. Um, first time you ever – Got on a super speedway in a race car, Sheldon. Talk about what that was like for you. Uh, just started grabbing gears, really. Um, you're wide open first lap out, so <clears throat> there's not really much to learn. I don't think it takes a whole lot of talent to drive on a super speedway. Just go out there and hold it to the floor. But I, I agree with Zane on, on Talladega there. Uh, I think it's more racy than, than Daytona was. We stayed too wide almost the whole time yeah. where Daytona single filed after, I don't know, what was that, 15 laps in. So. <clears throat> I like that we can stay too wide. That makes it it makes it funner in a way. It makes it to where you have options the whole time. Where uh, Daytona, you don't have an option once you're stuck to the bottom. So uh, that was nice. Um, and yeah, you're, you're pretty much just thinking about what you're going to do in that last five laps. Hey, a few of us, or I guess quite a few of us there at the front, were moving around a lot, just seeing, I guess, playing with the air and seeing what we had and seeing what we needed or or how we could pass. So um, yeah, I mean, it's not the hardest thing, but I think. The hardest thing about it is just working with the air and the people around you. This just in, by the way, all Dale Earnhardt fans send your hate mail to Sheldon at. <laughs> now, 
the air seems like, I mean, to most fans, they hear about, oh, Junior Johnson discovered the draft. Dale Earnhardt was great. He could see the air, you know, that sort of a thing. I talk all the time about the fact that on the super speedways, it seems like the cars are constantly just sort of jumping around. Like, it, it, it looks to the fans like you're just driving in circles, but when you see the, the in-cars and whatever, it's, it's like the air is just constantly making the cars just that little bit unstable. It's a lot more of a mental exercise, it seems like, than necessarily a physical one on the super speedways, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the air for sure pulls you around. Um, going in, like, for us, we're all pretty new to it, so you don't really expect that, but uh, when you're next to people and you're side drafting people, it, it for sure pulls you around, and I feel like it intensifies <laughs> there in the last few laps. Like, the last, I don't know, probably 10 uh, Talladega where everyone starts side drafting each other pretty hard, and that's when you start moving, and that's when wrecks start happening, so I guess that's what makes it fun. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it just seems like a mystery to a lot of people. But, you know, the reason the big ones happen a lot of times is not necessarily because someone did something wrong or dumb or whatever, just because somebody gets somebody air loose, it seems like. And that looked like it was what happened Sunday with Jimmy Johnson. It was like William just got close enough to him that it took the air off the back end of Jimmy Johnson's car and he just broke sideways. That's got to be at times difficult to manage when you're out there driving at 190 or 200 miles an hour. Yeah, I yeah. think what also causes, like, the wrecks uh, would be with about, like, five to go um, to get a run on somebody and go by them. You have to back up to the car behind you. So you back up, you're backing up that whole line, and that's when someone gets uh, hiked right. up. Okay, somebody else on a run. Yeah, yeah so um, when you're about, like, six or right around that area, you're just you're kind of helpless. You're just a pinball at that point. Spotters are critical. Oh, huge! Right? On yeah, the super huge. speedways. I mean, yeah. Now, does Lauren spot for you, Sheldon? Is yeah. It, are you, yeah, Lauren Rainier. I mean, that's Lauren's as good as it ever was for spotters. You know, but it, it's so important to have, um, so important to have a good spotter and somebody who has understands the draft and understands the super speedway, because again, it looks easy when you watch it from the grandstands. Everybody just doing circles and. You know, like people think, well, you just push the pedal to the floor and go, but there's a lot more to it going on inside the cars than what people realize on those big tracks. Yeah, definitely a lot more moving around for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, I think going back to that uh, about Jimmy spinning to a uh, cup cars, obviously going the way they going 15, 20 mile an hour faster yeah. than us, uh, and their downforce package is way less than ours. Where uh, we have a big spoiler, where theirs is pretty little. So I think obviously in cup that increases their uh, their chances of wrecking a little bit more than ours yeah i would uh would think that's probably the case um so now you guys have been to talladega where do you go next toledo that's right short back to the short track toledo is kind of a challenge too because it's an odd shaped track i i love it though it's so it's loaded with grip and it's just kind of one of those places where you don't got to worry about tires and i don't know you just drive the thing really about 90 percent the whole time instead of like uh, a Salem or like a Madison where you just save tires, a lot of it. Yeah, you can race there for sure. I was there a long time ago and watched the Super Modifieds with the wings there. That was really interesting on that track to watch those guys maneuvering around. But uh, that, that'll be an interesting race for you. Are you back in... You back at uh, Toledo? Oh, yeah. Back in action? There you go. We are back in so, action. So three out of the four of us uh, will will be running Toledo. Dipple ran um, Toledo last year. Yeah, Dipple. Uh, Caught on fire. Yeah. Got Lapper got me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so now you're you're in K. What are, what is your next race, Tyler? It'll be South Boston and Charlotte Arca race. Okay. Oh, okay. So you're going to run the Arca race at Charlotte? Yeah, we just got. No one knows this, but I guess we could let it out now that we're going to be running Charlotte for. Uh, Told you. Uh, Chad Bryant Racing and the ARCA Racing Series. So that'll be really cool. I'm pumped Interesting. up. Interesting. That, that'll be pumped up. See, breaking news. I was just going to say, we didn't even he's give you time up. to do your he's, uh, he's do your breaking news up, announcement. I, yeah. I told you guys that Tyler Dipple had an announcement today. I didn't know what it was going to be. but <laughs> no, Nobody believed Christian until right now. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's because. Who would believe him? Yeah. Really? Christian can be, really you know. It's it's Christian's that Reach type of guy. Reach out in a parking lot at about eight o'clock. Yeah. How the boy about who that? Cried, <laughs> cried wolf. Yeah. Tyler, I think Charlotte won't that be your first ARCA race on an intermediate track? Yeah, that'll be a first mile and a half for me. So I'm really looking forward to that too. You know, uh, I got a lot to learn. You know, with the air and stuff because the biggest track I've been on is is Dover. So this will be a whole other game for me. Ask Zane. He's good at it. He's, he's pretty. He's wise. figured it hey, out. Hey, he did run. At Syracuse, and the air matters there. It's just black. <laughs> <laughs> for, for those who don't understand Christian's inside, uh, it, it, that would be the big block super dirt car that Tyler normally My block. raced. Um, so, Which, yeah, you have had experience on the mile track, but definitely how, you probably can't compare much of that to what you're going to do at Charlotte, can you? Uh, not really. I mean, we, we, we tested there. When uh, Chad went to go tire test, and actually reminded me a lot of Dover. You know, it had a lot of similarities of it, but you know, that was by yourself. There were no other cars on the track, so it's going to be a whole different deal in the air. You know, rate the race wise. So you're running for Chad Bryant. That's kind of interesting. DGR didn't have a car for you for that one. Uh, I think they. I don't know if they announced who's running it, but they're gonna. They already have a car going there. So well, I know we already had the audio on this show after he yeah, won at Bristol. Say, that, I think uh, we know the, the, the yeah. team owner's son. I was gonna is say. Yeah, yeah, I think I Sonny know. will probably run it. Yeah, can't yeah, decide between that, yeah. Toyota and Ford. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Brian uh-huh. runs yeah. Fords, right? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you you could make it. What what did they do? What did <laughs> they call it that year, Jacob? A Toyota? <laughs> Who had the Toyota? Ryan Reed, when he was running for Venturini Motorsports <laughs> right. a couple years ago, had <laughs> yeah, the Toyota. Yeah. So you could do <laughs> one of those deals. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good, Christian. That's an East level. You've yeah. got that down. Yeah, they could sit on a pole, but they can't finish a race normally. Ooh! Wow. That oh. hurt. That's wow. Wait, 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 wait. It's, it's a good thing the fire department hang on, because can, they can put out the fire Can Christian, bird. can you run Charlotte or you can't run that either? I don't no, think he can talk. So, He's still so stinging right now. Okay. <laughs> wow. Whoever's Damn. in the Venturini cars at Charlotte is coming after that Chad Bryant Ford that Tyler's in. I can see this right yeah. now. Yeah. I have to have a pre-race Ooh. talk with Selfie. <laughs> I'm yeah. calling a I'm calling a mute button. We need to go to break before this gets out of hand. <laughs> hey, it's just getting interesting. But we'll do that. We'll uh we'll save it for the next segment. Okay. Here we're, we're you're listening to the Stock Car Show on a wild and woolly Thursday night here at the Race Chaser Studios. It'll get more interesting as we go because we still haven't talked about flying zucchini yet. That's coming up shortly. We'll be back right after this with more of the Stock Car Show on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift. 
and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, is a lung disease that robs people of their ability to breathe. As many as 24 million Americans suffer from COPD, also known as chronic bronchitis or emphysema, and half of them don't know they have the disease. If you or someone you love is over 35 and has smoked more than 100 cigarettes in their lifetime, visit driveforcopd.org and take the screener, then take that to your doctor. I'm Jeff Stoltz, and I drive for COPD. Hi, this is Austin Terrio, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. Zane heard Austin Terrio went, where? Where is he? Let me at him. Um, you lost to him a few times last year, <laughs> late in the race. <laughs> yeah, twice. But where, are you, where are you now, and where is he? See, it, it all comes around eventually. It's very cyclic. Uh, no, no offense, Austin, if you're listening, we would love to see you in the top car. The word is cyclical, by the way. Cyclical, whatever. Welcome back to the Stock Car Show, which is also cyclical this evening, or just sick. I'm not sure which, but we're having a good time with it. 
We're uh, coming to you live, of course, the Race Chaser Studios in Race City, USA, Mooresville, North Carolina. Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman, Cisco Scaramuza, and four of the hottest young race car drivers on the planet right now. We have in the studio with us last weekend's Talladega ARCA winner, Zane Smith, the ARCA points leader, Sheldon Creed, last weekend's Canon Pro Series East winner, Tyler Dipple, and Christian Eckes, who won a couple of weeks ago in the ARCA race at Salem. And, and got hired yeah. by Kyle Busch Motorsports, oh, by the way. Correct. So now you you kind of couldn't let the, that cat out of the bag when you were on here the last time. So now you can talk about it. What's what's it like to think that in another month or so you're going to make your first start in a Camping World Truck Series truck for Kyle Busch? Yeah, you know, it's pretty cool, uh, you know, to have the best team and uh, truck series behind you is uh, definitely – Definitely a big advantage. So uh, you know, as a whole, I'm really looking forward to it, and it should be a should be a fun time. How did all that come together? Uh, well, you know, just uh, my partnership with Toyota, and you know, them getting in me uh, or getting me into a car, and you know, just as a whole, it's uh, really uh, you know, it's been a great deal to be with Toyota Racing. And now you're getting to race for Kyle Busch. You're running Iowa, and what other tracks? Uh, Gateway, uh, Martinsville Peaks. Oh, nice. Gateway is going to be fun. Yeah, it should be fun. Because, Actually, uh, Iowa will be fun, too, because that's a, another example of a track with a lot of different grooves. You can run three, four wide there all day, it seems like. Yeah, Iowa's always been one of my favorite tracks. You know, I haven't really ran good there the past two years, but, you know, as a whole. Uh, you know, <laughs> See, the you trick stop. is, Christian, if you look at me and don't look at them, you won't get distracted. I, ju- I keep saying as a whole. I don't know why, but, like, yeah. it I just think we should count coming Today's out. drinking phrase, yeah. as a whole. We're at, like, six that's, right now. That's why are two. we talking we about way, drinking phrases we are when way past out, I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think like anybody at the table besides you, Tom, can it, even it, legally it, drink. It, it does not have to be alcohol, sir. That's okay. a drinking phrase? I mean, I'm, I'm drinking Mellow Yellow right now. Valid And I, I'm old enough to Tom's drink. Tom's so. a Mellow Man, drinking the Mellow, mellow Yellow. Guy. That's right. Mellow Yellow kind of guy. Uh, actually, I prefer Mountain Dew, but it was what was available. And uh, so, Cisco Scaramuza, you've been listening to all this from afar. You may have the best seat in the house tonight because you get to just watch all this deteriorate from from afar. But have uh, you got any questions for any of these four dudes? Um, I had one. It's a little bit kind of out of the box, but I was curious for for the guys who ran Talladega over the weekend. How much did you think about, or at least, you know, whenever I'm pretend driving in my little simulation world, every time I go to Talladega, I have the same thing to where I come out of turn number four on whatever lap it is if I'm trying to make an important move, and all of a sudden DW pops into my head and goes, well, you know, the uh, the start-finish line here is about 1,000 feet further. Did that ever ha- did that happen to you guys at all this weekend? You're, you're thinking of Larry Mack, right? Remember, start uh, finish line. Uh, everyone's done it in that broadcast booth, but nonetheless, <laughs> how much did uh, did you think about that at all? Yeah, especially when uh, Joe Graff was laying on the door, and I could hardly <laughs> even see from all the smoke rolling in. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what uh, helped me there because at one point it kind of looked like he was ahead of me, and then right when we finished through the trial, I kind of nosed ahead of him. So I guess it, it might have helped me. Did you if, if there was if there was going to be another lap, were you going to have to uh, pull the get through this McQueen move or something like that? Or what was what was the game plan if, you know, if we're going to EA sports this and well, you got five more laps, you got to hold them off. What's the game plan there? I really don't know. I mean, uh, I know I was 
close on fuel and uh i i was probably i was honestly thinking of uh the 20 and 15 behind us uh how hard we were doing each other uh coming to the checkered i thought those guys were going to get a big run and go underneath both of us and win the thing but uh i guess they were side drafting each other doing the same thing stalling each other out so uh it was just between me and the 77 and i feel like it would have stayed that way for another lap Zane, did you realize coming across that you had won, or did you have to wait till they started hollering over your radio to realize, hey, we actually did win this? Uh, I found out coming off of two, actually, from Derek. And I, because I, trust me, I was waiting like no other, um, because it did look like he was ahead of me. But, um, that had to be like the longest minute of your life. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, I just had like a blank stare, I feel yeah. like, on my face until he told me, and I was just so pumped. Yeah, that's when kind of all of the air just comes right. You, you're, you're just sort of staring and waiting and waiting and waiting and the whole build up, and then it's like you won, and you're like, yes! You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. And winning in front of uh, a big crowd of supporters, I understand, you had at the track. Yeah, uh, we had Icon Vehicle Dynamics there, and um, my mom and dad, it's always cool to, to – um, get one when they're there uh, because they've been behind me my whole way. Obviously. How many of your races do they get to attend? Because you're from California, so how do they? They're, they're pretty much all of them. Okay. Uh, usually when my dad can't come, my mom will stay home as well. Uh, the only ones my dad uh, has to miss is because of work or because he has to be at a race as well. Okay, so you, that was a, obviously a big win for you, your second one <clears throat> of the year. It's like you got a guitar at Nashville, and then you go in at Talladega. Those are... If if you had to wait that long for your first and second wins, those are two pretty good ones to sort of make up for it. Yeah, and uh, I for sure got the the coolest trophies of the year so far. Um, and I've kind of gotten lucky with that uh, a guitar, and and it's like this this hammer. Dig it in. It's a it's a super heavy trophy. It weighs like a hundred pounds. Oh, the anvil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, Talladega came up with that. Uh, and I think it's solid iron too, Tom. I mean, like Zane said, that wow. thing is not light. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's not 100 so, pounds. So where, where do you put that he, one? He don't know. <laughs> it's actually in my kitchen right now. Um, <laughs> it's a good place for a racing yeah, trophy. Yeah, it, it actually kind of looks It's the good meat tenderizer now. Yeah. The meat, <laughs> <laughs> meat tenderizer, yeah, well. well and, it's and an anvil, like, so I guess that could work. And I hate to be that guy, but let's for for anybody listening at home, if you've ever seen Zane, this is where I get to throw the line out that Zane complains the trophy is heavy. Do you even lift, bro? Uh, more oh, than you, boy! Oh. Wow! Oh, hit him with it! I don't know. The yeah. last time I looked at <laughs> Jacob, he wasn't any bigger. Than I know. You. I know. Dipple can't laugh because he said he was going to carry it up my stairs, and he could hardly get out of my car. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't even getting out, bud. So at least I was there for it. <laughs> I mean, you you asked if you could. Who, I said, who, yeah, ended, who ended up getting it? Oh, I got it. He couldn't pick it, it up was, and it was, bring it out. It was purple. <laughs> I, I I carried it from my lounge. All the way at the other side of the shop, all the way to my car. He probably. Had I it. mean, it's Zane's story. He can make it as big as he wants. He so. probably put it on the roll cut. That was that, that yeah. was yeah. Zane's oh, physical yeah. uh, workout for the week. All that matters hey. is that I hey. got it. He yeah, put the lift gate it. down. And That's everything. right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Sheldon, you're you're due any time because uh, you know we talked about this before we went on the air. We had we had Zane on. He went and won. We had Tyler on. He went and won. We we were going to have Christian on, but we could never quite get to him before he finally did win so um now he's back again so you're i guess toledo is basically in your pocket at this point sheldon Oof, i if, hope if we'll you go win toledo you have to come back yeah i i don't know i 
that's I feel like we'll have a good car for Toledo, but uh, I feel like we'll we'll have a better shot at Charlotte. I feel like last year a mile and a half were our, uh, I guess, our strong strong suit. So I don't know. We'll see. We we were pretty close a few times last year. That I don't know. I guess if the caution would have come out or if the race would have played our way, we we would have uh, been in victory lane. But just got to keep learning, keep growing as a team, and uh, hopefully we'll be there. Sheldon, if it could be at any track and you didn't, you know, if time wasn't a uh, part of this at all, where would you want the first one to be? Oof, I almost I almost won Dover last year in the Canyon race. I think I was leading with like 30 to go and blew a tire. So <clears throat> I think that would have been a really cool one. Pretty much anywhere where you have to get up on the wheel, I think I think that's where I'd like to win. I think Talladega or Daytona would have been a cool win, but I feel like I would want to win where, where you actually have to wheel the thing, so. Sheldon, that Dover race you're talking about last year, I think that was the same race where Todd Gilliland was leading before you were leading, and he blew a tire first, right? Yeah, I, I think he was running like fifth when he blew a tire. Something like that. Um, y- y'all were all blowing tires in that race. Yeah, every, everyone was blowing right fronts, and uh, I blew a right rear. Um, just we to were, be different? No, I, we were just <laughs> loose. We were loose all day, and, and it was fast. And uh, we drove to the front and got the lead, and then, uh, I don't know, just maybe sliding all day and, and just being that tick loose uh just wore it out so i don't know i think dover would have been a cool one uh kansas kentucky maybe the dirt tracks all those i'd like to win out i mean I'd, I'd like to win anywhere but if i had to pick somewhere i'd say uh as of right now the tracks i've been to i'd say like dover or uh kentucky or kansas are, are we going to see you perhaps in eldora maybe uh yes i'll be in the 99 uh for mdm so That'd be a cool one too. I, I'd be pretty pumped. Yeah, on I was one. thinking about that. You ran it last year. Yeah, I've been there. Uh, I've been there twice. twice? I went there with yeah. SS Greenlight the first oh, that's year. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and we ran inside the top ten. I rolled two tires off the beat and, and went a lap down. And then uh, last year I was up to uh, I don't even know fifth or sixth and uh, just too aggressive at the beginning and came down on Ben Rhodes and, and ended up getting spun. So uh, just driving too hard at the beginning. So this year probably just going to go and, and ride and make it to the end and then uh i don't know hopefully more contention to to throw a slider for the win or something at the end well that's it that seems like it just would be a blast to do in a in a truck because the truck is so not made for dirt right so yeah no it's uh it's actually probably the slickest thing that we've raced on or i did the arca dirt races last year too and it's they're similar in ways um but i don't know I've, i guess I've, I've raced some sprint car stuff i've raced some some late model stuff and uh, or just even trucks on dirt. Just it's just not the same. Like there's not a whole lot of traction. It, the truck's pretty tight. Like it doesn't want to turn getting in, and um, you're pretty much just leaning on the cushion. That's what you're relying on at the end. So uh, it's actually pretty tough because you're just you're pretty much on ice skates out there, and uh, throttle management becomes a huge part of it at the end. So uh, it's it's really tough. I I feel for some of those guys that have never really ran on dirt, and then they have to go run there uh, during the season because they're running the full season of trucks or yeah, <laughs> that's usually, that's some of the guys' uh, least favorite race of the season where it's it's probably one of my favorites. So, um, looking forward to that. Well, um, we know that uh, Tyler's run the Arca dirt races as well. And my boy, we were on a we we had him on the, on a show after that. Uh, I think once before, and he told us what he thought about that. Um, we won't repeat that, but I, I'm sure you'd love to be in the Eldora truck race if yeah you have a we're, we're looking to put something together you know i think we're really close right now good of, uh doing some it's just you know all all in the works right now with that we'll take a break when we come back more with the four drivers and we've got uh 
a zucchini conversation coming up at the top of the hour as well. We're going to tell you how you can actually race a zucchini. But you have to be a kid in order to do it. It's not for adults. It's for kids only. And we'll talk about that at the top of the hour, the Zucchini 600. We'll be back with more of the Stock Car Show on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. Everywhere you go, you hear it and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 this is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children name one of the leading killers of u.s children age 1 to 13 what's the best way to protect children in a car crash At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Ben Rhodes, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. Welcome back to the Stock Car Show here on the Performance Motorsports Network and Spreaker. Coming to you live here from the Race City USA Race Chaser Studios in Mooresville, North Carolina. Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman, Cisco Scaramuza, along with our four guests in studio. I think we've broken the record with this one. All at the same time, no less. We've got Zane Smith, Sheldon Creed, Tyler Dipple, and Christian Eckes. Can confirm that this is the most guests we've ever had in one sitting ever. Yeah, I think we, we definitely uh, blew out the budget on this one. Uh, but this has been a fun show. Sheldon, for those who aren't real familiar with you, talk a little bit about your background and how you got started in the sport. Uh, like started in the sport of racing yes. or, or uh, asphalt? Well, <laughs> wherever you want to go with it. Uh, well, I'm from, uh, I'm from Southern California from uh, san diego so uh, a lot of action sports going on and stuff yeah. down there uh, 
<laughs> I started on BMX bikes. That's where it all started. Oh, wow. I, you were a two-wheeler. Yeah. Then I went to dirt bikes. Uh, I raced dirt bikes until I was like 9, 10. And then uh, then after that, I went a little bit of quarter midget racing. I only did that for about a year. Okay. Uh, but a trophy cart came out, which is like a miniature uh, off-road truck for, for kids. Okay. Zane did a little bit of that and also uh, Riley Herbst did a little bit. Um, and then they kind of took off with legend cars and stuff. But I, I stuck with the off-road and did off-road till uh, I still play around in it a little bit here and there. But I was full-time off-road till I was like 17, 18, um, racing stadium super trucks, Pro Light, Pro 2. Uh, that's pretty much my whole background is all off-road. And in uh, stadium trucks, I've done a lot in the last uh, two, three years, pretty much full-time uh, until this year. This is my first year that <coughs> I haven't really been going to those. So, um, yeah, just pretty much everything, dirt, uh, off-road, sprint cars. The X Games. Yeah. Talk about the X Games. Uh, X Games Not was, too many racers can say they're in X Games. Yeah, X, X Games was cool. Um, what was that like? Isn't it was like a uh, medal the best you can get. Yeah, <laughs> no. that's what I heard from a friend. I didn't know. No, uh, X Games is cool though. It's it's uh, totally different than anything I've been to. It's um, just the way you kind of get handled and treated, like when you're there, as they like considered an athlete or, or whatever they give you. You get this these passes, and um, we had a lot of friends there actually from from other doing like other motocross stuff or, or BMX stuff. So uh, we went to go watch them and and. Got to go to pretty much any event we wanted to, and you could sit uh, right up front. So it was cool being at like a spectator there, and then it was also cool racing. Uh, we raced on the last day, and they took the rally cross course, threw some jumps in it, put some big crossovers <coughs> in it, and uh, it was pretty cool. It was, it was a little bit of a uh, little bit of asphalt, mostly dirt, and uh, it was actually really really slick. It was really hot in Texas where it was, and. They just they packed it in and and it was weird like morning practice was pretty wet pretty hooked up and then uh, race was totally different but it just cars went my way that day I just got to the lead early um, and didn't really check out but just got to the lead early and uh, held on to the end and you have won six times in twelve starts in the Stadium Super Truck Series two time Super Truck Series champion that's I don't think. Uh, Two-time Stadium Super Truck Series champion. Okay, so I mean that's pretty impressive to have a couple of championships under your belt. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's pretty cool. I don't, not a whole lot of people have ran full time in that, <clears throat> but it's uh, I don't know. It's I wouldn't say it's fun while it's lasted because I've still raced them here and there. But, yeah. Um, now for me, when I go back to that, it's just me going and having fun and, and playing around. You had a crazy season last year. You were. You were racing Trans Am, you were racing ARCA, you were racing K&N, you ran um, the Camping World Truck Series at Eldora. I'm not sure. Did you do any other truck races? Yeah, I did some. I did stadium trucks. Uh, yeah, the stadium trucks. NASCAR trucks besides Eldora? No, just, no, okay. just Eldora. Yeah. And then uh, I did those two Xfinity races with, with JD, which uh, I didn't finish either. I broke a transmission in both of them. But um, Pretty hard on those transmissions, aren't you? I don't know what was going on there. You are like, a bad, bad man. Because I, uh, <laughs> the day I won, the, I broke the transmission. I won the Trans Am race earlier that day. Uh, oh wow! And the transmission is pretty much the same thing. But I don't know. Interesting. Couldn't couldn't hold on. I guess. Twenty eight races with eight different teams last year. That's that's uh, getting around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it started off. We were just supposed to do uh, 
we had like 12 races with MDM. We had four K&N and then eight ARCA. And then I, I don't know, as the season went on, there was, there was this and that, and there was just opportunities that came along um, that we kind of went after. The Trans Am thing was pretty cool. Uh, I actually had a lot of fun in that car. We weren't sure. We weren't great in the dry uh, by any means, uh, but when it rained, uh, we showed up to play. So well, that that kind of plays into your past experience, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. it kind of evened the playing field. I felt sure. like maybe our car wasn't uh, the greatest setup that day, and when it started raining, it kind of took all that out and put it in the driver's hands. So that was pretty cool. Um, and I did the dirt races with Mason Mitchell. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Kevin Reed was uh, was crew chief for that, which is now Christian's crew chief. So had fun doing that. Did the K and N deal for uh, for MDM and bounced around. Just just try to learn as much as I could last year. Last year was like my real first year, I guess, of asphalt racing. So um. that's uh, that's pretty amazing, honestly. To to be able to have that much opportunity in the same season. I mean, that's not something many race car drivers can say. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Fortunate for, uh, for all that last year. You must be kind of bored this year after doing all that last year, just doing the ARCA stuff. Uh, I mean, we've still been busy this year cause we've been testing. We tested Toledo yesterday. So, and, uh, and living in California doesn't really make it super easy cause I'm always traveling oh, back right. and forth. Okay. Um, so we've still been super busy this year. I've been enjoying my time at home when I have it. Uh, could we get pretty busy here in the next couple months? So I can't even, I can't even talk to these guys. Like, <laughs> no, but uh, I think we all enjoy our time at home, especially when you're really busy. It, it's nice to get that, and um, looking forward to uh, to well, getting Tyler's to get down the race here full time now, right? You're in North Carolina full time, right, Tyler? So, but you probably are you. How many dirt races are you running with the uh, Super Dirt Car Big Block this year? Any? Um, right now we only got. <laughs> <laughs> we only got two right now, uh, Eastern States and World Finals, because we're just uh, still working on a schedule. You know, we got the full-time K&N East right now, but we're going to try and do some ARCA races, you know, filling in. We got Charlotte right now, and uh like to do some truck races, but right now it's kind of just whatever we could do with the schedule. Can you just please? Actually, oddly enough, we ended up with two two racers from California and two from New York um, out, of the, out of the four. That's pretty interesting. Now... Uh, Christian, what else besides the ARCA stuff are you doing? Anything? Just the truck stuff. Okay. Uh, as the, of right now. With Kyle, yeah. Yeah. Um, so nothing on the short tracks, no late model stuff or anything? Uh, I might. Um, you know, it's just about getting a car. You know, I don't have my cars anymore. So, you know. Ah, okay. Is, uh, you know. You won a pretty big late model race a couple years back. Yeah. That it, thing in December, was, they do at Five Flags. It was all right. It's okay. It's aight. Yeah, just aight. How about you, Zane? Are you going to do any short tracking? Uh, No. Uh, I mean, I think ARCA kind of covers it all. Uh, We do short tracks and mile and a half, so I'm just going to stick with that and um, just go for a championship this year. Okay. So let's do some round-the-table stuff here and and have some fun. Here we go. (laughs) Cisco, I'm going to let you start. Well, you just mentioned we had two drivers from the West Coast, two drivers from the East Coast. So, pizza or tacos? Pizza. Pizza. Oh, easy. I don't know. All we right. got to go back pizza. here. Hold on. Let's one at a time here. Zane, pizza or tacos? Uh, depends where you get the tacos. There we go. Tacos. Exactly. Whatever the best you could find in your particular oh my God, section pizza. of the You have to pick one. Tacos, for sure. These guys don't even know. They don't know. Yeah, they have no clue. Pizza or tacos? These guys have never been to SoCal or Mexico, so they don't yeah. even know. 
Tacos. It doesn't, doesn't okay. matter. Tacos. I'm assuming the two yeah. of you are the both picking pizza. The yeah. two New Yorkers, they know pizza, they know food. Pizza it yeah. is. They've never been to Mexico or SoCal. Though, so are you so. saying, Christian, tacos are not food? Is that what you're implying? Well, tacos, okay. tacos yeah. are okay. Yeah, you put some meat in a corn chip. I mean, yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean, pizza, it takes finesse. So we're not you talking about make... a Taco hey. Bell taco here. Okay. Wait, hang on, hang it on, hang takes on. finesse it to takes make pizza. Dipple's yes, eyes look does. like a taco. No, but seriously. Your arms look like a taco shell. Oh, burn. That one was good. Got him in the salt right there. Dipple has it takes finesse to make a nice pizza. You have to have the temperature right. You got the cheese right. You got to have sauce right. You got to have the crust right. You got to. I mean, it's got to be perfect for a perfect slice of pizza. And a perfect slice of pizza is better than a perfect taco. Absolutely yeah. not. I know. Me and Zane are going to be over here. <laughs> two to two. Next, right. next question. Two. Uh, uh, so, uh, Jacob, pizza or tacos? Pizza. All the oh, way. I'm, w- I'm with the New York. Okay, kids. so what about you, boss? Air, air three high five. three to two, Cisco. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. Tied oh, at three. That's... Boss breaks the tie, and we're going pizza all the way. Yeah, yeah. high five. Definitely yeah. pizza. High well, be, I won't be, be on the show because again. you guys you see, are not getting ice. Cream because right you see, Sheldon, the boss is also from New York. See, yeah. So, yeah, a- and I have been to well, Jersey Strong, boys. Cisco, <laughs> we're taking you to ice cream. I've been to California. Well, thanks. I appreciate that, but you're going to have to ship it about 11 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've never eaten at Taco Bell just for that. I, I go to real Mexican restaurants when I want Mexican food. Wait, That's kind of how that works. I've actually been to California once. I think it's in, is Hollywood in California. <laughs> I don't even know. But Did I've you say it's Hollywood in California? Yeah. Well, no. It de- yeah, it depends who you ask. <laughs> there is a certain part of California that would wish the answer to that was no. Because, but like, I, we digress. I have been I'm, to a no, I'm a I, no guy. I've been to Hollywood, and it was not. Geographically, yes. Yeah, Hollywood's in just, California. With that, we're yeah. going to take a break before we completely lose control. Actually, I think that happened about 30 minutes ago. We'll be back with zucchini conversation here on the the stock car show we are going to talk zucchini 600 honest to god it's the zucchini 600 and you're going to hear about it only on this show this week here in the charlotte area we'll be back with more of the stock car show presented by hms motorsport the leaders in motorsports safety right after this on spreaker and the performance motorsports network You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. 
Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication, but it's those tough choices that helped me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Timmy Salamito, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. Timmy Salamito, Wheelin Modified Tour racer. We had a Wheelin Modified Tour race at Stafford this past weekend. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But right now, we are going to talk about zucchini. And I promise you, if you're listening to this show right now, you probably, this is, I'm sure, the first time you've ever listened to a racing show and heard any conversation whatsoever about zucchini. But we are going to not only talk about zucchini, we're going to talk about how you can actually race a zucchini. The Zucchini 600 is being held this Saturday in Kannapolis. It is an event that is put on by 600 Festival as part of the whole sort of Coca-Cola 600 month, if you will, our own version of the month of May, so to speak. And we have um, the managing director of 600 Festival here to talk about uh, the Zucchini 600, Jacqueline Gaffrere. And welcome to the show, Jacqueline. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on tonight. Well, we appreciate having you. And I know that our audience is just dying to know, what in the world is the Zucchini 600? The Zucchini 600 is in its second year, and uh, it is part of the 600 Festival Association's Month of May festivities for race fans and the local community and, and visitors alike. And the Zucchini 600 really takes um, the North Carolina Research Campus's mission of healthy eating, healthy lifestyles, where kids can build zucchinis with the vegetable zucchini, and the 600 Festival's mission of racing and putting it all together, and kids can build these zucchini cars and race them, and it's very similar to a Pinewood Derby race. Yeah, I mean, you have basically a, a, a little kind of downhill type track right that you just line them up on and instead of using wood to build your pinewood derby car you're using a zucchini absolutely it is a a wood track that they will race these down we have a podium for the top three and two age categories nine and under and ten and up um that they're racing for medals and actually a pair of tickets to the monster energy all-star race wow that's pretty interesting now when you say ten and up what is the top end what does up mean how We'd far up stop can you around go? 14 years old oh so. see we got to 14 we got uh the arca salem winner christian eckes in the studio and he's going oh man i missed it by just a couple years 
<laughs> he's just, he well, really wants to. certainly come out and be a spectator. We have, an expert we have to come out and race. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe I'll see what Christian's doing on Saturday morning and I'll bring him out to help me commentate. Yeah, that'd that be would awesome. be great. I'm coming. Yeah, yeah well, we've got. Uh, yeah, we've got. We've actually got four of the top young racers in the studio with us right now, and uh, they're all really interested in this Zucchini 600 event. Now, you said this is the second year for this. Talk about how. Who in the world thought this up? Because you you have to admit, Jacqueline, it is kind of a really unique and straight out of left field idea. Agreed, and I can't take credit for that, um, only because the event used to be called the Zucchini 500, and it was a partnership with the city of Kannapolis, the North Carolina Research Campus, I believe Hilbish Ford was involved. I also want to believe that Stuart Haas Racing was involved years ago, um, and then it, it went away for a while. I'm, I'm not really sure why it went away, but in working with Donna Carpenter with the Cabarrus County CBB, she was very adamant about bringing this event back around. She loved it. She thought it was an awesome event. And so that's exactly what we did um, in 2017. We kicked off the inaugural Zucchini 600 and obviously changing its name to be the 600 instead of the 500 because we're all working to celebrate the uh, end of the month with the Coca-Cola 600. Um, so that's how, how it came to life last year. And um, it was really a, a mission of hers. And I thought it was a, a, a great idea and something fun for the kids to do and, and something to add to the slate of events for the 600 Festival during the month of May. Well, it, it's definitely a neat idea. And, and you said Stuart Haas Racing may have been involved at one point. I think all of us here would enjoy nothing more than to see uh, Tony Stewart and Clint Boyer racing zucchinis. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would uh, that would be something that would be well worth uh, attending just to watch and listen to the commentary that would go on there. Now, um, you have you have kind of you said you have two different age groups. About how many uh, zucchini racers do we expect in each age group? Do you have any idea? Last year we had about forty kids for the inaugural event. Wow. Um, you know, of course, that's based off of just our advertising and getting the word out through the, the city schools. Uh, we also shared with the STEM program at Cabarrus County Schools. That was about 1,100 students. So we could have a lot. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be exciting, and um, I can't wait to see how many kids turn out. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Yeah. Um, so definitely come out to um, downtown Kannapolis. It's going to be a good weekend for uh, indoor racing. Is what it's going to be. But it, no, it should be a lot of fun. And, and uh, talk a little bit about, I mean, if so, is this open to the public, first of all? It is open to the public. So anyone can come out. We will provide you with the zucchinis and the other vegetables to decorate your zucchinis as well as the wheels um, so that they can race down the track. And our pits open at 10 a.m., and races start promptly at 12 noon. So somebody somebody can come, and you said um, other vegetables to decorate. You're allowed to actually use other vegetables to put on top of your zucchini to... You can. Yes, wow. we've got... Um, peppers and carrots and olives and um greens and you know you name it we've got tomatoes i uh, will also provide the toothpick so you can add your <laughs> vegetables to your zucchini because we also have the option of you if you don't if your zucchini is not the fast zucchini you could potentially win the most creative or the most nutritious <laughs> zucchini racer 
and both age groups. So we will also be giving out an award for that as well. See, I'd never get that because I'd be wanting to put French fries on my zucchini or maybe <laughs> Oreo cookies or something like that. Um, so I wouldn't definitely get the nutrition award. But this this sounds like a whole lot of fun, and, and we're real excited about uh, the opportunity to be involved with it. I know I'm looking forward to it. Um, and, and this is a, a part of a bigger festival, as you mentioned, that or a bigger um, a bigger day that, that Kannapolis is having. What else is going on around that Zucchini 600 event? Sure. it's The, the whole weekend is called Jiggy with the Piggy. And I know that's a really cute name, and I like to say that. But it, that, the Jiggy with the Piggy is a barbecue competition with the Kansas City Barbecue Society where lots of barbecue competitors will be in from out of town. I think it's six oh, wow. different states of competitors that are vying for um, – you know, the best barbecue, the best wings, various categories. Um, there is um, monetary prizes to win as well. And it's also a festival weekend where there will be craft, and, craft vendors, concerts, um, you name it. It's anything and everything that you would want to see and do at a festival. We also, the event kicks off, the whole weekend of events kicks off at 5 p.m. tomorrow night, Friday, May 4th. Uh, we'll also have a free showing of the movie Cars 3. And oh, there that we kicks go. off at, at 6.30, and we have um, several bands, um, the Flashback Party Band and the New Familiars, and then the e- evening of Friday kick, um, ends at 9.45 with fireworks. And then we started all over again on Saturday, May 5th, with kids' activities from 10 to 5, uh, music. Uh, again, like I said, the zucchini races will start right at 12 noon, and um, the barbecue competition wraps up at 5 o'clock. Sounds great. Is there a website where people can go to if they just want to see more information and kind of see everything in one place? Absolutely. 600festival.com and can learn more about what's going on this weekend, as well as all all the... um, 600 festival events that are going on in the region during the month of Yeah, I was going to ask you to talk about some of the other hits, some of the highlights of some of the other events while we've got a couple of minutes left here of what's coming up here uh, during the month of May. The 600 festival events kick off tomorrow night, May 4th, with movies on the campus and showing of Cars 3, and then the Zucchini 600 on Saturday, May 5th. And then on Thursday, May the 17th, to kick off the Monster Energy All-Star Race Weekend, we have the um, Haller's Own Union Parade and Fan Fest presented by Freightliner, where the NASCAR haulers will parade right through downtown Concord en route to the Charlotte Motor Speedway to load in for the All-Star Race Weekend. Um, there's a Fan Fest as part of that parade that it does happen in downtown Concord on Union Street, and we'll have music by the Tim Clark Band, uh, NASCAR show cars, and Winston Kelly will MC the trucks as they drive through downtown, and also oh, nice. we'll have a, a question and answer session with Austin Dillon. Well, there you go. And then on May the twenty seventh, May the twenty second, we have the Little Six Hundred, which is at the GoPro Motorplex in yep. Mooresville, right where Mooresville. a lot of the NASCAR guys will um, compete for bragging rights uh, to compete in their their rental fleet of go karts. There's also a NASCAR spotters race prior to that. That's always a lot of fun. And then we wrap up the the uh, festivities May twenty fourth through the twenty sixth with the Circle K Speed Street presented by Coca Cola in Uptown Charlotte. We've got a free festival going on on Tryon Street with sponsored displays, autograph sessions, uh, games with mascots, and music. And then we have our ticketed concerts in the evening in Romare Bearden Park. Um, Thursday night, Judah and the Lion. Friday night, Easton Corbin and Chase Rice. And Saturday night, Dustin Lynch and Brett Young. 
and you can find out all the details and even more information at 600festival.com. Well, just like a pro, Jacqueline, we appreciate uh, you coming on and filling us in on what the Zucchini 600 is all about. We're looking forward to it uh, on Saturday morning and appreciate the opportunity to be involved with that. Uh, we're excited yeah. about it. And uh, we, again, thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday night to come and talk to us. Well, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Look forward to it as well. And with that, we step aside, and uh, we'll go to a commercial break. When we come back, more conversation with Tyler Dipple, Christian Eckes, and, of course, Zane Smith, Sheldon Creed, and uh, we may go back to letting Jacob talk a little bit too, perhaps. Here on the Stock Car Show, presented by HMS Motorsport, you're listening to the show on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Do you hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Brandon McReynolds, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back to a wild and crazy edition of the Stock Car Show. Coming to you live from the Race Chaser Studios in Mooresville, North Carolina. We've got a whole lot of winners in this studio, and then there's me and Jacob Seelman. Um, we've got last week's Arca Talladega winner, Zane Smith. We've got Sheldon Creed, who's done a lot of winning and a lot of things over the uh, years and is now leading the Arca points. We have Chris Janekis, who picked up the Arca win at Salem just recently, and we have last week's K&N winner, uh, Pro Series East winner, Tyler Dipple in the studio as well. And Cisco, you're wanting to jump in here for a moment. No, I was just going to say, Tom, you're a winner right now. You're the oldest out of all of us. Uh, you're ahead. You're first. Okay. If you want to look at it that way, uh, wow. we'll, we'll go with that. I was just thinking about, uh, 
you know, we mentioned the spotters race at GoPro. That's got to be a blast watching those guys on go-karts. Just trying to think uh, about Lauren Rainier, you know, and TJ Majors and some of those guys going at it. That uh, that would be worth the price of admission right I there. Was, I was there a year or two ago when That's they had right. that race. You did go. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was probably even more hotly contested than the driver's race, to be completely honest with you. The spotters get really, really antsy when you dangle a trophy out in front of them and uh, tell them they're racing for their honor. Well, I mean, also keep in mind, you know, if, if like, Tim Fito was there, Andy Houston, Rick Corelli, all these guys who, you know, have experience in the cars and stuff like that, yeah. like, they're going to go on and win that thing. <laughs> what you talking about my spotter for? Hey, can I can I get back to asking drivers real sure questions here? Sure Okay. Only so, if they're funny. Well, actually, this one's kind of serious because okay. I wanted to ask it earlier, and then we ran out of time before we went to break. Tyler, you spent a whole bunch of time the last couple years trying to figure out how to get back to Victory Lane in the K&M Pro Series East. You did it at Langley. How was the feeling, the emotion for this second win different from when you won your first race in what was just, I think, your second ever start? First off, it was just a huge confidence booster just to show everyone, you know, we could do it. And uh, coming off such a bad year last year, probably the worst worst statistical year in my racing career, it's just uh, good to have, you know, a stronger built team around you. Was it a relief? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I knew as a driver we could do it. It's just now that we got in the cars that – we're finally capable of running up there. I think uh, it made it a whole lot easier. Zane said a couple weeks ago after he got his first ARCA win of the year that it was definitely, Zane, you, you called it a weight off your shoulders. I know, yeah, actually, there, there's a lot of windless droughts in this room, Tom, that have been broken over the last few weeks, huh? Yeah, actually, uh, we have. And so, as I said earlier, that put Sheldon in great shape for Toledo. Exactly. Now, I'll ask the ARCA guys, and I guess, Tyler, you can chime in too since you've driven at Toledo before. It's a very different short track than the other short tracks you guys have run this season. There's the Nashville Fairgrounds, there's Salem, which is high banked and really, 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 really fast, and then there's Toledo, which is flatter and it's just one of those kind of sweeping half miles. So we can kind of go around the table. Zane can start. Why not? What what makes Toledo fun to drive compared or different from the other half mile or short track races that you guys have done so far this year? I'd say a big thing uh, where I think everyone likes Toledo is to where uh, it's just gripped up, really. And like I said in the beginning of the show, it's um, – it's kind of just one of those places where you don't really have to worry about tire management, and uh, you just kind of race hard pretty much the whole race. Sheldon? Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, we were fortunate to test there yesterday, so I got a pretty good feel for it. Uh, but, yeah, it's just fun. You're on the bottom, and, and you're you're hooked up, and I feel like it's going to be one of those tracks where everyone stays pretty close. Um, it'll be kind of like a, a bump-and-run kind of place uh, when it comes down to it when you're when you're trying to get track position. What did you feel, Sheldon? I mean, you're not – you didn't start out in the stock car world. What did you feel in the test session yesterday? Uh, well, we're always playing with stuff with setup and, and lines and all that. So, I mean, there's a few lines there that I think uh, may come into play. Uh, there's bumps down in one and two that you can hang your left sides off, and then down in three and four you can hang your left sides in the grass if you want. So there's things you can play with, I guess, uh, if you're struggling with a, with a race car that can help turn or, or – 
gate drive off, so I think probably two of the things I picked up yesterday while testing. Visually, we can tell that Christian was getting bored waiting for you to get done. Okay, hot shot. Uh, you get to get back in the car at Toledo. Uh, what are you expecting? What are you excited about? Uh, you know, I'm really excited about just racing at Toledo. You know, it's a pretty racy track, and, you know, as a whole, it's really fun. <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to save myself from it, and it still came out. Yep. But as a whole. But it's hard to get, like, I need to find another filler word. Um, you know, we're really excited to go back to Toledo. I think, uh, you know, we learned a lot there last year. And, uh, you know, Kevin Reed and our number 15 team are really excited to go back and uh, hopefully contend for a win at Toledo. Tyler, I don't think unless you happen to uh, announce something between now and then that you aren't racing Toledo this year, but you've been there in the past. So, you know, what from your shoes, what makes Toledo unique? Um, yeah, it makes it really unique, just kind of like what Sheldon was saying. You could catch your left sides down three and four, use the apron to help you turn almost down the grass, and I just really like it. Just the big factor you got to watch out for is those lap cars because they'll get you. I got caught by one of them last year, you know. They get – you pass them on the top, and they just get really squirrely down the apron there. So I think that will be a big factor there. As Christian is trying to entertain with Toledo video, Tom. It might have been the video of uh, Tyler getting uh, screwed up by the slower car. I think that was – That may have been exactly yeah. what it was. I think, yeah, it was. Christian is, Christian is poking <laughs> fun at me. Tyler, but not behind his back. No, he's doing it right in front of his yeah. face. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's just funny because the guy is, like, completely on the apron and gets loose and just comes <laughs> and just cleans his clock. <laughs> like, just doesn't even care. So, basically, what's about to happen here, folks, is after this show in the parking lot, we're going to have our own version of WrestleMania. <laughs> that's that's really where there might be a, you know, over-the-top, uh, you know, whatever, um, battle royal, something like that. But uh, it's going to be on, like, Donkey Kong when these guys get out of here. Well, uh, Christian did say to me or try to insinuate over the phone earlier today that he wanted to start a fight. So Yeah, I don't know yeah. why I'd say that because I don't think he could beat any of us in a fight. It's just a potster. Ooh. Yeah, just a potster. Well, he's oh, he's the youngest, right? I mean, uh, and, you know, except for maybe Zane, he's the smallest. So Dab. That's kind are, you of guys, are you making fat cat jokes towards me and Tyler now? <laughs> no, because look at me. That's, I mean, that, I'm just saying that. You know, you're bigger than he is, and Tyler's bigger than he is. So Dipple's eyes squint so much, he'd probably miss if he tried to punch me. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So. All right, we're even now. So let's go back around the table here, Dipple. If you could plan the next Thanksgiving dinner, ideal Thanksgiving dinner. What do you mean? That was kind of just a random question. Brown. Brown. What would you have for Thanksgiving <laughs> if you were going to make Thanksgiving dinner? What would you make? Probably, not. probably some, some, <laughs> some turkey. <laughs> Way mashed, too much like tradition. <laughs> yeah, turkey, mashed potatoes, I don't know. Brats. <laughs> I think the better question here is would he invite any of these other crazy people? Couldn't pay me to come. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Throwing, okay. Throwing shade across the table. Ekis, are you sticking with tradition or are you going to make up your own Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, you know, I like the uh, traditional Thanksgiving, so I'm going with turkey and... Uh, mashed potatoes and some uh, some biscuits. Some biscuits. Sheldon, you're from California. We going tacos? No, no. I we, we got a super close family back home. Uh, pretty big family. And we always do a a good traditional uh, 
Thanksgiving dinner. We we go to the desert every year, so we're always in Glamis uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, it's kind of like a potluck. Everyone in their motorhomes or or campers uh, cook all day or cook all afternoon, and then we have a big dinner together. So let's say uh, go with the I'm gonna go with Christian on this one with the ham and turkey and. Oh, see, I like the ham part. Yeah, that's ham is good. Yeah, he's got any time of the day. I'll I'll probably keep it original with uh, with them as well. If not. Make a trip to Cracker Barrel or something if I don't feel like making it. Uh, see, <laughs> Cracker Barrel is that's also good any time of the day. Um, Cisco, I mean, I, I thought we'd get some interesting answers here because you know, yeah, kids want different stuff, but I, I, I'm they're all try, a bunch of old I, souls. I'll, I'll cast I'll cast a new one out. So in the vein of going to dinner and dinner and food, because apparently we're all going to be hungry after this show. I'm going to pull one out of the old race chaser barrel of uh, random questions. Uh, if you could have one driver, living or deceased, to uh, have dinner with, who would it be and why? Ah, okay. We'll start with Zane on that one. I'm going to pass that to Tyler, actually, to start with that. Ooh. I'm going to pass that to Christian to Wait, start with that. What was the question? <laughs> if you could have dinner with any one driver, living or deceased, anyone from the sport ever, who would you pick and why? Jimmy Johnson. 100%. Get the mic that'd up. Be a, oh, that'd be a gross can we get, can we get a reread That'd be like that. salad. Can we get a reread on that question? Yeah, that'd be like a Well, no, like do you, do, you get to, do you get to pick the food? Or just... Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. you could pick Jimmy where Johnson. you're going. You could pick like... Jimmy Johnson, 100%, because you can learn the most from him. Interesting. Okay, so Eckes has eaten salad. The question is, if you could have dinner with one driver, present, past, living, deceased, any part of the sport... One driver, who would it be and why? Sheldon. Kyle Busch. Why? <laughs> I, don't, I, I like the way he drives. Uh, he'll race sh- oh, I can't say that, but he'll, uh, I don't know, I guess, I guess we're kind of the same. Like, I'll race you hard for 10th, I'll race you hard for 5th. Everybody in our audience is going, what was it? He can't say it. <laughs> no, yeah, what were you going to say? I, 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 I think, think what we get out of that is Sheldon would spend more time picking Kyle's brain on how to beat people. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Actually, hang on, hang on, hang on. De- you said deceased, right? Living or deceased? Art and Senator. I think you'd learn the most. Oh, yeah, he's, that's a good one. Okay, fair best, enough. Best race car driver to ever live. Yeah. Is that you, right? You would get a lot of uh, positive responses on that one. All right, Zane. Um, Pick a driver. I don't, I don't know. Um, today, bud. Yeah, it's not rocket we'll, science. We'll give Zane Just pick a, a name. To think. Tyler Dipple. Yeah, go Dipple. I'd probably. I was gonna say Jimmy with uh, Christian because I think you learn a lot from him. But you wouldn't want to have Christian there with. Are you. Are we no. eating or are we learning? A total distraction. What? Are we eating or are we learning? The idea is to learning? go and have dinner, and you guys uh, are exactly. You guys are eating salad. I don't know. That's all you're. Maybe, yeah, maybe, they want to go chop it maybe up. Maybe like I don't know. Oh, Dale Green. Or, or, all right, I got mine. Yeah. All right, Tony Stewart because he looks like he eats some good food. <laughs> well, see, that's yeah. yeah you picked the food, yeah, dude. Yeah, he said, "Who wants to go out to dinner? Not who wants to go sit and, down and, and have he, a meeting." No. Well, who and would you he, sit down and have a meeting with? Jimmy Johnson. Fair enough. Yeah, Way yeah. to leave me alone over here, boys. I'm sticking with Bush. Well, that's fair. All right, Cisco. So you got your answer. And I was just going to say, this gives us another way to be able to fit in for like the six month in a row now soda cookies into one of these radio shows <laughs> yeah, one way really. or another. It yeah. always ends up 
making it happen. <laughs> Zane but, uh, gets so the cookies. We have to go to a break first before Jacob throws things virtually through the internet and beans me in the I head don't know what it. Kyle Busch uh, would would be eating, but I'm sure that they're probably right about Jimmy. It's probably mostly salads, so they're going to field of greens. With that, we will step aside when we come back. We've got another half hour of this craziness to go, and who knows where where we'll go in the next half hour. Stick around. We're listening to the Stock Car Show on the Performance Motorsports Network and Spreaker. We will be right back. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Cole Custer, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. 
Welcome back to the Stock Car Show here on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network presented by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsports safety. And, oh, by the way, the racersafetyresource.com website coming along well. We're looking forward to unveiling that um, motorsport safety resource project uh, in about a month or so, and that is in conjunction with the folks from HMS Motorsport as well. So looking forward to that. And we are just uh, having a great time in the studio here tonight. Zane Smith, Sheldon Creed are with us as well as Christian Eckes and Tyler Dipple. Uh, Jacob Seelman, of course, behind the glass producing as and co-hosting and Cisco Scaramuza through the Race Chaser Skype line. All right. So, Cisco, I'll let you throw out the next question because you've actually picked. I think it's a good question. We'll see how the uh, drivers handle this one. Yeah, so it's kind of similar to a question I think we've used before, but uh, this one's going to give us a little bit more insight into the psyche of our four drivers. (laughs) And the question is, if you could go hot lap any old or vintage race car with no fear of repercussions, if you fenced it, what would you take and where? Okay, guys, so the, the question is, if you could hot lap any vintage race car with no fear of repercussion, if you walled it, what would you like to hot lap and where? Oh, probably an old sprint car. Probably one of those old sprint cars at like Syracuse or one of a Springfield Mile or someplace like Drives that. Drives like my block. <laughs> <laughs> on the mo- sprint car on the Moody Mile. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that is an untamed beast. I remember when they started running them there and didn't run the wings <laughs> the first couple of years. They, they uh, trashed a lot of equipment up there on the Moody Mile. Christian. If you could hot lap any vintage race car with no fear of repercussion if you fenced it, what would you like to hot lap and where? Uh, I actually got the exact model, a Ferrari 312T 1979 F1 car. Where? Where would you like to go? What's that really sketchy place? Monaco. No, <laughs> no the, other, the other one. Monza. <laughs> no, Nürburgring. Nürburgring. Oh, the Nür- Wow. That's even sketchier than Monza. 1979 F1 Nurburgring. Okay. Wow. You're hanging it out there. Sheldon, you've driven a bunch of different stuff. What would you pick for a vintage race think, car and where? I, I, liked, uh, I liked Dibble's idea with the old sprint car. I think I'm going to go like an old uh, like Indy car, which was pretty much the same thing. It was really similar back in the day. Yeah. Uh, track, I'm going to go uh, Indy. At Indy. Okay. Fair enough. We've seen some of those vintage cars being driven around Indianapolis Motor Speedway during or, the month of May. You know what would be cool? Because I've seen it. Uh, I went to. I was uh, at the Goodwood Festival in London a few years back. Oh wow! I saw one there. It was pretty cool. So that'd be uh, that would be another option. Okay. I'm gonna go with Christian. I think I know what he's talking about there, and uh, like the movie Senna or whatever. Like ah, that. Okay. Uh, and I'll anywhere. It don't matter. Did you all see that movie? Yeah. Yeah, everybody see Senna? Senna. You did I've never not, seen yeah. it. You did not see Senna? I, I did see... That. Greatest racing movie ever, in I my opinion. I did see Pretty the movie with, cool. uh, with Max Hunt and... Uh, Rush? Rush, yeah. The thing about Senna that is so cool is it's all real footage. Yeah. You know, there's no... It's not a yeah. movie with actors or whatever. It's all real footage. And the in-car camera footage back in those days with the yeah. F1 cars, because they were so unbridled then, it didn't have any of the driver assist features or anything i mean that it's just unbelievable how good he actually was and cisco okay so you've been saving this one for last even though it won't be last but go ahead anyway 
All right, so it this one, this one's actually, probably gonna, someone's going to get mad for yeah, this. Yeah, this may take a while. For all the drivers at the table, which driver at the table would you wreck if you had an equal opportunity Deadpool. to wreck any of them? See, Christian didn't even <laughs> wait for you to finish the question. Christian. You spent some Dipple. I'm going to wreck you right back. Okay, so Dipple. So right. we got the rivalry going between Christian and Dipple. We'll Dipple. throw it over to Zane. Oh, <laughs> two for Dipple. Are you going to make it a unanimous that's Dipple? Tough. Like, for me to wreck somebody, I, I, uh, I have to have a reason. Like, you got to answer you, it. You would have to drive me to answer it. Dipple. You got to pick Whatever, guys. No fun. You can't. This is not politics, Sheldon. Dipple would wreck himself, honestly. If he had yeah, right. <laughs> I've seen that a couple times. I saw that once at the World Finals a few years back. Oh yeah, I don't know. Oh, running fifth. Oh, I think if I take no. if I take he was things, actually leading. Yeah, leading. was he leading? That's right. Yeah. I knew he, was, he was way up front somewhere. Yeah. Torched. Torched. Yeah. If he, it, I don't know, I think I would have to think about it a bit because who would come after you after the race? Oh yeah, it's you not like Christian enough. or Zane are coming after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if so you I think come I'm gonna after go, me, I'll hey, fucking come. Right hey, I don't. I don't get mad. I get even. <laughs> Hey, yeah, now, now you want to talk about people coming after people. Uh, there, there was this little uh, Jeff Gluck 12 questions thing that sparked a pretty good rivalry, Tom, earlier this year. I feel like this question might be better suited for Noah Gregson and Justin Haley. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, but these guys had much more fun. Like, Noah just, like, went all evil. He, <laughs> yeah. he, he You're turned, not he, wrong. You know, he turned heel. It's like, you know, if it was WWE, he turned heel. On that question. What was the deal with them again? I kind of forgot. I don't know. That was from Phoenix last year where the big pileup happened on the front stretch, and I think Noah had spun and Justin just drove into him or Uh, something like that. And then Jeff asked Noah, who who in NASCAR would you punch? And he started to go Austin Cinders, no, and then the, he goes. The I'd have to retweet him on that. Yeah. Most, I, I think I would agree who with that. Who has the most well. punchable face in okay. NASCAR? Justin, Justin Haley, Haley, by far. Was, yeah, I was going to say Gregson said Haley. No, no. Well, he said Cindric first, but then he said Haley and went, like, off. On yeah. I'm Justin a lover. Haley. I'm not a hater. I'm a lover. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would throw some blows, though. The time I came. bet you would. Cisco. I think that'd be well, fun. Doesn't JJ still have that pocket flamethrower, though? Like, wasn't that a thing earlier? <laughs> no, he like, gave I don't that know to Kaz. He, he gave, to yes, he gave yeah, Kaz the, the flamethrowing watch. Flamethrowing watch. Is, yeah, he gave that to Kaz. They're I pretty like cute together. Speaking of fighting, I feel like NASCAR should go, like, to your local short track. Go, like, go back. If you're going to fight, take it to the front stretch. Like, that, let's go square up on the front stretch. Well, yeah, that's what, the, that's what the, the track promoter sign said. Fight, fight in the pits, and I yeah. suspend you for two weeks. Fight on the, fight on the yeah, front stretch, I, I give you 100 bucks. Like, like uh, yeah. Kyle Bush and Lagana last year. Or like all the Cole crew Custer, guys John Hunter, Nemechek in Canada. That was but good. That, see, that yeah, that was good. Now, Kyle Bush and Joe, that wasn't a fight. That Why was can't like we just win? have a WWE like, 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 Just no pit crew in members, they just the guys. The pit crews, the pit crew just needs to get out of the way. Line them up on the front stretch and let them exactly. go. No <laughs> helmets on. Speaking of John Hunter and Custer, Dipple one time threw a dodgeball at John Hunter's head. And it was reversed. He came at him just like how Cole came at. Really? Oh yeah. You oh, threw yeah. a dodgeball yeah. at John no, Hunter's we were all, head. What? No, what's... We we're all playing dodgeball, and uh, he just got mad because I hit him in the head. That's rude. Yeah. So you went bullseye, and then he. Yeah, he, he went... got he got mad just because I got him. What? 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 He he got uh, triggered. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. He was much. triggered. Yeah. Bang bang. Yeah. Cisco, that shaking and everything we, triggered on the bottom. We've seen a few triggers in our lifetime in the sport. 
Well, I was going to say, if we're going to have a WWE match, I mean, we know John West Townley has the best DDT in all of NASCAR, so. <laughs> well, he's retired now, though. So he could, like. Oh, be... no, it's a return, Tom. It's oh. a return. Well, he could be, like, somebody's manager, too. I mean, that's when, when you stop wrestling, you become a manager or, you know, like a broadcaster or something. So, or they just, like, you become president of the of the show so they give you the show oh, that's a that's a good one yeah so for all he, the drivers what do you what what's your what are you going to do once you're done racing wow done they racing. barely yeah. just begun yeah i know that but, already. i mean you know what what do you find do, would you still want to be in the sport or do you want to go out and like carl edwards and like you know raise corn or something race, or race. what do you want to do like yeah. Junebug flip houses <laughs> yeah, well, you I'm could. DIY. Didn't that just come out, by the way? Plug. I don't know. I think I'd have to be a team owner. I want yeah, to still no. be involved in the sport yeah, somehow. I, I don't think I could just drop it all in one. I could um, see you doing that. I'm total opposite. I, I'd disappear. I would. Uh, I'd go off road racing. I'd I, go, I agree with Dipple. I'd go. Um, I'd go. Uh, I'd. I'd want to be like involved with the team somehow. Either you know, crew chief a deal or own something. I think it'd be fun to you know sit back and. I'd go chubby truck racing. Yeah, I'd probably I do might. something. I'd probably do something with Zane with, uh, with real estate. I like real estate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Zane's looking with, going, huh? With building houses, we or, should or, flip houses. Why no, I'm not just, saying like business partners. I'm just saying I'd going. be into something like that. And telling you, it's still be a fun. minor. You can't yeah. do that. There's a reason why Junebug does it. Yes, that's true. Let's so, do it. so, so nobody said broadcaster. Like I, I can't believe nobody said broadcaster. No, yeah, I'd be I'm out. I'd be down and out. You probably no. wouldn't even see me at a cup race. Yeah, if you saw me there, I'd I'd probably be in the infield in my camper. So you would pull a Carl Edwards and basically just drop out of sight. That's basically what Carl's done. Probably he's probably yeah. he's just gone. I yeah. think I think I'd be over it. I think if it does happen, I think if I go ten, fifteen years of straight thirty six weekends a year, I think uh, it's a grind. I think I'd be ready to go trophy. That's trophy a grind. Yeah. yeah, that is definitely a grind. I'm sure. Um, you know, that's three quarters of the year, Jacob. That you're you're basically gone, and you know it's. Uh, after a while, it kind of gets to be what city are we in this week? Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's not what city are we in, it's what time are we at right now. And that means that uh, I'm going to take control of this ship and we're going to take our final break. And when we come back, Tom's going to have a lightning round prepared. And I have no idea what's going to happen, but I do know it's going to be exciting. And with this cast of characters, uh, you just never know. So hang tight. And we'll be back with more of the Stock Car Show presented by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety, right after this. You're listening to the show live on Spreaker and the Performance Motorsports Network. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054.
every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> my mommy. Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Tyler Dipple, and you're listening to their Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. <laughs> Lots of dippling going on in the studio right now. And <laughs> Tyler's got the uh, distinction of being the only driver in the sport right now that this show has turned into an adjective. Uh, welcome back to the Stock Car Show presented by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety. You can check them out on the web at HMSMotorsport.com. And oh, somewhere, by the way, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Jacob. I was going to say somewhere, if Joe Marco is listening to this show tonight, he's shaking his head and wondering why on earth he ever agreed to <laughs> to support this insanity. <laughs> Joe's having a great time. He loves this <laughs> stuff. The, the, the uh, folks from HMS Motorsport are very cool. And we're going to be there in a couple of weeks. This show, going back to HMS Motorsport here in Mooresville for a live remote uh, Thursday, the 17th of May. And that will be the Thursday of All-Star Weekend. So we're trying to line up a few drivers uh, to come in and talk with us on that evening. So make sure you plan to stop out and say hi. You never know who you might get to uh, sneak an autograph from that night uh, no on-track activity at Charlotte on that evening. So uh, looking forward to having some fun with the folks at HMS Motorsport on that night. This show will be broadcast live from their uh, facility here in Mooresville. So this is the lightning round. And traditionally, this is sort of the around the table. But we've been doing a lot of that tonight. Yeah. Um, and, and we're going to continue that theme. And... I just want to get, because, it, it, you know, Zayn pointed out during the break that, you know, this is the kind of stuff people like to hear. So we're going to do more of it because I agree with him. 
So, okay, here we go. Quickly, if you could choose anywhere to live without worrying about dollars it costs or whatever, anywhere in the world to live, where would you live? Zane. Laguna, California. Not far, probably, from your... No, about uh, 20 minutes from where I live. Oh, okay. I was going to say I just like 30, that little so. area a lot. If I know Zane, it's just because Laguna has a better beach. <laughs> well, Wait, hold on. Doesn't that mean he's going to be in, like, a reality show from, like, 2005 at that point? Ooh. Am I the only one who gets that reference? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, Cisco, I yeah. think you're the only one that remembers yeah. back that far. I well, I remember five. 2005, and I remember the show. What show was that? Laguna Beach. It was oh. it was the reality show that had uh, "Come Clean" by Hillary Duff as the theme song. Hmm. I don't know. Zane Zane doesn't have a clue. Okay, Sheldon, where would you live? Anywhere in the world you could live, where would you live? Oh, that's pretty tough. Uh, I like I like Zane's idea on the beach there, um, but I've always grown up on on property, so I think I would go. I don't even know. Give me a minute to think about it, Chris. Yeah, come back to me here. You know what would be awesome? Do you know the Iron Man house? That's where I want to live. Oh, yeah. In Malibu. <laughs> That's my dream house, dream location. Okay. I'm going to Malibu, California. You're buying wow. the Stark Mansion. Yep. Interesting. Okay, that was a good answer. Dipple. Man, I don't know. Probably like an island somewhere. Yeah, let's be clear. An these island? Yeah, let's be clear. These four were, or Dipple brought up the idea of these four buying an island together. I, I told them if they did that, we could ship them there and they would never come back. Well, actually, if Dipple we... Dipple probably want to live in Nebraska or something. If we, we send them there on a, on a ship, we could, we could do a remake of Gilligan's Island. But we would need Todd Gilligan for that. I mean, Gilliland. Well, no, it's, I mean, you know, you've, you, you, could, you could have most. I mean, you'd, you'd need uh, Tina and Ginger. We'd have to find those characters, but, oh, you know, geez. somebody could be the skipper. I mean, you know, it could be cool. What All about right. places like where you guys least want to live? <clears throat> well, you start then. You ask the question. I don't know. Just somewhere really cold, I guess. Like Baghdad. Canada hey, that's why you left New York. <laughs> Is that why you moved out of New York? <laughs> that's why I yeah. left. I would really North not Korea. like to be in, like, Europe. Why? Like, I, oh, yeah. I just really, I don't know why. I just do not like Europe. Okay. Wow. wow. I, Have you ever just, been to Europe? Yeah. I, oh. I went one time to Germany, and it was just not a pleasant experience. Interesting. Okay. Zane? I'm going to have thought? to back up Shell and Baghdad. <laughs> <laughs> I could see why. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, with that's, that would be a very sketchy place to live, at least. In the, yeah. in this, what about you, Dipple? In this day and age, I just said somewhere cold. Yeah, somewhere cold. That's not. That's he doesn't want to live anywhere Maine? cold. Nah, Brian, he's gonna run my block. He wouldn't want it. Yeah, he wouldn't want to be in Siberia. Yeah. My block. Dipple's not like in Siberia. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that serious? Can't you see, can't you see Dipple in like Russia with like that hat on or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> I see uh, Dipple in Nebraska. In Russian Junior. accent. Okay, Jacob. I can yeah. see him in Alaska. Let's hear it, Jacob. I have a real question. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's get real. If you could pick any driver currently racing or retired to be your teammate, who would you pick and why? Jimmy and Johnson. Who started? Was that Sheldon? That was, that was Zane. That was Zane. I'm not ready for this. Oh, come, come back to me. Okay, Christian. Mm. I know what you should say. Well, you know, he was going to go out to dinner with Jimmy Johnson, but <laughs> yeah. he's, he's – He's I, sort of waffling on the teammate issue. 
You kind of don't want a Jimmy Johnson to be yeah, your teammate because then he's going to make you look bad. Yeah, like a Larson or <laughs> I don't a, know. A Bush. Let's yeah. look at the results yeah. this year so far. Well, uh, you know, man, he's getting beat by the rookies. This is hard. Um, <laughs> the, the, smart honestly, an, the smart answer would be your uh, soon-to-be employer, but he, I feel like he would show you up too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I got some good teammates now. I mean, Natalie Decker, she's kind of hot. So, I mean, <laughs> Wow, we'll, we'll go with Natalie. Why not? Okay. I mean, they they have all. They've been joking all night that Christian and Chandler Smith look like they could be brothers. So. Well, they do. Yeah, they were. That's the true. They share yeah. the same closet. TRD, Toyota, Camry, yeah, Sequoia, JBL. <laughs> it's actually so Camry that it's Sequoia. So just stop. Yeah, Tyler. Okay. Tyler. Stop. Uh, Stop. If you can pick any driver to be your teammate. I'd probably have to back up Zane just because Jimmy's Johnson because he's more for the whole team. You know, he wants the whole organization to do good, and he just tries to help the team right, and make right. you you better. Okay, so for Zane and Tyler, if you have Jimmy as your teammate, do you do what a couple of the other Hendrick guys have done this year and call him Grandpa? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> or Dad. Wow. Okay, so let's get back to the pizza thing for a minute, because I was going to ask this earlier, and we kind of got off on a different tangent. For those two of you that pick pizza, what do you – first of uh, all, Chicago style – Oh, you're going there, aren't you? <coughs> sure, right. because because I can, okay? Chicago, Chicago style oh, deep, dish deep dish or New York thin crust? New York, by far. <laughs> yeah, New York. I like, Chicago I like, stuff, just, that, just throw it out there. That the is window. the wrong answer, sir. Would this you like this to try from again? the Midwesterner oh, yeah. who's from Chicago and is unfortunately and Tom, a White Sox fan. which one would you have at that point? I'm going all deep dish. Oh, Thank I'm you. I'm totally like deep, deep dish. Oh, Chicago. Uh, okay, toppings. Cheese. Favorite toppings on the pizza. Yeah, just cheese and we'll pepperoni. We'll get you two back in a minute. Pineapple. Cheese or pepperoni. I'm with right. people. Pineapple. You're a pineapple guy? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say somebody besides well, me is a pineapple guy. guy. Barbecue chicken. Christian. Cheese or pepperoni. Cheese or pepperoni. All right. Meat lovers for me. Cisco? Meaty. Uh, mushroom and sausage. Yeah, I get, I, I'm getting the Tony Stewart pizza. More meat. More meat for me. Jacob, what about you, Jacob? You got an answer for this? I couldn't hear it. I, was it Zane that said pineapple? Because I'm a Yeah, Zane. I said pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with whichever one of you MDM guys said pineapple, I'm right there with you. That was me, right? Okay, so we've got a few few minutes left here. We don't need a soundboard with them. No, they do their their own effects. Okay, so Zane, sponsors, thank yous. Uh, Obviously, I wouldn't be able to do it without them. So La Paz, Margarita Mix, Icon Vehicle Dynamics, Speed Vegas, Ultra Wheel, my mom, my dad. Uh, MDM Motorsports, man. Everyone, thank you. Sheldon? Uh, yeah, so I got Nana Reynolds on board, uh, Amorteg RTL, which are uh, family companies. So my family's been a, a huge part of my racing, especially my grandpa. Uh, he's who makes it happen. So. Christian? All right, so I got a, I got a, effects, I got a, I got a long list now. Uh, Venturini KBM, uh, JBL, <laughs> Mobile One, Craftsman, uh, Toyota, TRD, and all my fans and supporters. My mom, my dad. Love you guys. I was going to say, your parents <laughs> I was wondering about it. If, were, if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be here right now. Yeah, Tyler. I love you. Yeah. I miss you. My mom, dad, sister, and uh, all my closest supporters, DNA Concrete, Tycar Trenchless Technologies, Toyota, DGR, 
Chad Bryant race and just everyone Rhett. who's helped me this year. Oh, Chad. You've been with so many it's different a, I think you're forgetting year. Rhett. You're, Rhett you're, Jones you're, Racing, <laughs> Tyler Dipple. Yeah, it's not 30 30. You're getting you're, you're going to get confused which team you're driving for pretty soon. You've been with so many this year. But uh we appreciate you yeah. guys all being on the show. And before yeah, we fun, Before we get out of here, a couple of uh, other quick news items, guys. Bubba Wallace got a new sponsor this week. Worldwide Technologies signing on for six races, and they are going to handle all of the data analytics for Richard Petty Motorsports as well. So good news there for Bubba and his team. And we did have a Charlotte Roval test. I was uh, there. Jacob, you were there. Yeah. Um, interesting. We are muted right now. What is going on? No, here? actually, our- Chris, Christian wasn't muted, but that's okay. No, I, still I, 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 I decided that the drivers and their soundboard needed to stop yeah. for a minute. Wait, am, am I muted, though? See, yeah, no, you're, no, you're no. Not, oh, you're not muted. So, oh, okay. So I was no more sound the, effects. Were, were they the just out now? there just like down? Downshifting, downshifting, down, upshifting. Yeah. Down. We want to hear about Roval. Yeah. yeah t- talk about, about the Roval. Kyle Busch wadded it in in the nice. infield section before the end of the test. That That's was what you want. disheartening. Inevitable. Yeah, Paul Menard came into the media center and is on an upswing with the Wood Brothers, which is great to see. Paul had more words to say in that press conference than I've ever heard Paul say in one sitting ever. So, so is, is upswing he, bad or good? Upswing is good. That okay. means you're going in the right direction. Okay. Well, like he was pretty fast. Swinging doesn't mean yes. very he's good. been fast. Hey, he won a stage at Talladega. Yeah, come on, definite improvement. Yeah, he's definitely getting there. So, uh, decent Roval test. We'll see. Uh, what happens as we get into the summer? Carson Elledge making her midget debut on Friday for Hell's Tucker yeah. Boat. Never heard of her. Tucker Boat. Never Carson Elledge with uh, Tucker Boat Motorsports. Jacob, that should be interesting. Somewhere Dale Earnhardt's rolling in his grave because Carson's driving a Toyota-powered <laughs> midget this weekend. And the Earnhardt <laughs> family has been <laughs> exclusively Chevrolet since there was exactly. an Earnhardt family. Exactly. And uh, last but certainly not least, Louisiana Hot Sauce is backing Myatt Snyder at Dover this weekend. And that is a cool-looking car, too. Yes, it is. Not surprising. They were with Myatt for his first-ever ARCA win back at Toledo in 2016. Good to see him back on board. Good to see them on a truck this weekend. Action starts tomorrow at Dover International Speedway. Truck race Friday, Xfinity race Saturday. Cup race on Sunday, Fox Family of Networks. Yes, and of course, uh, our own Cisco Scaramuza will be manning the controls of some sort of piece of uh, cinematic technology at the uh, Cars Tour race uh, here in North Carolina. If it doesn't rain. Yeah, this weekend. Um, Don't say that. It rained here today. Don't say it. It's coming here. As will Chris Murdoch, by the way, who normally is a co-host for this show. He'll be manning one of those pieces of cinematic technology as well. Congratulations, Chris. He is now a college graduate, graduating from the University of Ohio this very year. So, uh, yeah, yeah, good for Chris Murdoch. Jacob, take us out of here. All right. It's been fun. I'm 
making sure the drivers can't interrupt the close here. So thanks to Bob Steele, Sue Mason, and all the folks at PMN that uh, help keep us on the air and normally keep this show from just devolving into chaos. And for Cisco Scaramuza, Tom Baker, and our uh, cast of thousands, also known as Christian Eckes, Tyler Dipple, Zane Smith, and Sheldon Creed, I'm Jacob Seelman reminding you to keep it off the wall, and we might just see you at a racetrack. Be safe. Have a safe racing weekend, and good Good night. You've been listening to the Stock Car Show on the Performance Motorsports Network. Stay tuned to Performance Motorsports Network for more race talk. For the latest motorsports news, visit racechaseronline.com. The Stock Car Show is a copyrighted production of the Performance Motorsports Network. www.performancemotorsportsnetwork.com. A member of the Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated. And may not be rebroadcast, replicated, or saved in any media without the explicit written permission of PMN. Check out our Facebook page or our section on the PMN website. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, co-host, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of the management and ownership of either the Performance Motorsports Network or Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated, the advertisers, or the marketing partners. Be listening again next week when the Stock Car Show returns on Thursday night at 7 Eastern. Until then, stay tuned for more great motorsports programming on the Performance Motorsports Network.